What is up, queen? My name is Mackenzie, and welcome to the Pick Up the Fork podcast. On this podcast, I'm here to speak the truth about fitness and how to fully become the best version of you. Tired of feeling stuck? Tired of dieting? Well, this is the podcast that will help you transform your life so you can live to your fittest potential. Without further ado, let's get into it. Testing, testing, launching the podcast on here. And today we are going to be talking about how to eat in a calorie deficit. Welcome to another episode of the Pick Up the Fork podcast. It's your host here, Mackenzie Page Fit, and I'm so freaking pumped. I just came into today with so much energy. I don't know where it came. I think it's the lime water I'm drinking right now, but I want to give you guys some freaking value. I get so pumped to record podcasts and live for you guys, but... I want to come on here today, talk about how to actually eat in a calorie deficit. I've been eating in a calorie deficit for a month and a half now, um, and I want to talk about what is the best way to maximize your results, the best way to lose fat, and stay in this calorie deficit without hating your life and not being able to still enjoy all the foods and like fun time that you love to have, especially as the summer approaches. Maybe you have vacation planned because it's like the first year that you can really plan real vacations and go away um, without everything else going on. Maybe you have a wedding coming up. Maybe it's your wedding. Maybe it's a friend's wedding. Maybe you have something else planned for the summer that you want to get ready for. You just want to look good on the beach. Um, I have got you here with this podcast. We're really going to talk about how to eat in a calorie deficit, how to maintain this over time. So if you are someone ready to cut for summer, you're trying to maintain a calorie deficit, I'm going to give you four tips on how to stick to it easier without becoming super hungry and giving up carbs and doing all these diets. I'm literally so sick and tired of seeing all of these diets on social media talking about how you need to take a fat burner, you need to do fasted cardio, you need to do all this other stuff. Um, And the truth of the matter is it really comes down to a calorie deficit. This can be achieved in two ways, either through your food, eating less food, or it can be through exercise. Now, exercise, I said second, because it is secondary to your diet. You cannot, and I do not advise you to maintain your calorie deficit through exercise alone. It's going to be super difficult for you to maintain, and it's just not the best approach to fat loss and to actually be able to keep that fat off for long term. So let's dive into the four tips I'm gonna give you guys so you can start implementing these into your life and start seeing major changes. I want you guys to let me know your biggest takeaway as you hear them in the comments at the end of this, um, what one you're gonna start implementing in immediately to maintain your calorie deficit so you can start shedding that body fat and feeling and looking the most confident you ever have this summer. So number one is going to be drinking water. Now you've probably heard this left, right, and center on everything about how you need to drink water and water is going to help you. Water is honestly the number one tip here because a lot of people and a lot of women that I talk to, a lot of my clients when they first come to me are not drinking enough water. And this is like the difference between you losing five pounds. And a lot of the time this isn't fat loss. This is just like your body is retaining so much water because it's not getting enough. It's not eating enough food or it's not drinking or you're not getting enough hydration. So water is the number one tip I can give you. So I drink a gallon of water a day. If you only drink one bottle of water a day, then bump it up to two or three bottles and work your way up to a half gallon and then work your way up to a full gallon. Now make yourself a weekly water goal where you're going to hit this amount of water every single day in order to reach that ultimate goal. So another point to drinking more water that's going to really help you is 
when you are in a calorie deficit, right, you're going to be eating less food overall. You're going to be eating less than if you were in a surplus or if you were eating just to maintain your body weight. Um, so your, your body is naturally going to be more hungry. It shouldn't be starving, but it should be more hungry. So one way to kind of like fill up your stomach and feel more satiated is to drink more water in general. You're going to need the water regardless. Um, this isn't about drinking extra water. This is just about feeling your body in the best way possible and that this extra water is going to take up room in your stomach and you're not going to be as hungry. Um, a lot of the time too, this doesn't even happen when you're just in a deficit. Sometimes when I think I'm really hungry, um, and I've been eating all my food and I hit my macros for the day. A lot of the time I can be hungry because I didn't drink enough water like my body's used to on other days. So know that drinking water is the number one tip, guys. Number two, number two is going to be eat more veggies and fruits. And before you tune out and you're like, Mackenzie, I'm not a big fruits or veggies person. I don't like a lot of vegetables. I'm really picky eater. I'm here to tell you, that's got to freaking change. You got to find ways to eat more vegetables and fruits. I don't care if you don't like broccoli or asparagus, whatever it is, find vegetables that you do like, or put a little bit of like feta cheese or Parmesan cheese or nutritional yeast, um, or hot sauce or buffalo sauce, whatever it is, find some way to add low calorie seasonings, low calorie things to your vegetables so you can actually enjoy them. Another thing too is my younger sister actually, one of my younger sisters doesn't had this phase where she didn't actually like a lot of fruits and vegetables. Now she's vegetarian, which is kind of hilarious, but there was a while in her youth where she did not eat fruits and veggies. And one way we got her to eat fruits and veggies was literally heating up apples in the microwave and putting cinnamon on them and she could enjoy them like a dessert. So whatever way you prepare your veggies and fruits doesn't matter, but I'm going to tell you a little fact here when it comes down to fat loss and when it comes down to feeling full and not hating your life and also making sure you're still like fueling and nourishing your body in a calorie deficit. Um, just because you're eating less food doesn't mean you're going to be super unhappy or you can't enjoy yourself or actually be nourishing your body. Um, there are certain ways to go about this. So for example, one cup of cooked white rice is 38 carbs and 170 calories. While a cup of halved strawberries, strawberries cut in half, is 12 carbs and 48 calories. So look at the difference, right? A cup of white rice and a cup of strawberries. There's like literally the strawberries are one third the calories of the rice and they have one third the amount of carbs, right? And then while those two, what I just said, a cup of spinach is like 10 calories and one carb. So it's really important to know that what you can see here is it's not, oh, don't eat rice and have strawberries or spinach instead of rice. It's understand how much more volume fruits and veggies have compared to rice. So like there's more calories, rice is more calorically dense than strawberries and veggies. So it can be really beneficial for you to load up on more strawberries or spinach while you're eating less food because you're going to be able to eat more of them. So maybe you do have your rice. Maybe you're used to having two servings of rice. So you have one serving of rice with three servings of strawberries, right? That's like a huge portion to have a lot of volume and that's going to keep you full longer. So this is why fruits and veggies, more of this is such a hack. Again, find a way to eat veggies that you enjoy. Um, 
You don't have to eat them all raw. You don't have to eat them all cooked, but finding a way you can enjoy them. Another way I love to prepare my veggies is um, putting like sriracha on my veggies. I love to do that. I love spicy foods. Another thing is putting them into a stir fry. Um, and a lot of the time I'll mix my normal rice with cauliflower rice, uh, which is more volume too. So that's going to make my rice be even like appear even bigger and it's going to help fill my stomach um, because of cauliflower being a veggie in high volume. So that would be another little example there. So number two, eat more veggies and fruits. So number three is going to be eat enough fiber. So if you are eating enough vegetables and fruits um, and a balanced diet, enough fiber is going to come along with that. But what I have noticed a huge trend with women, unless you are like completely vegan or vegetarian, um, or you're really aware of your fiber intake, the majority of women aren't having enough fiber. The majority of Americans in general, excuse me, are not eating enough fiber on a daily basis. So one thing that's super important, especially if you're trying to do a fat loss goals, especially if you're in a calorie deficit, is to make sure you're staying full longer. So part of this is going to also be eating adequate fiber. Fiber is going to keep you fuller, longer, more satiated, and it's just going to help you with your overall digestion. So if you have any digestion issues or anything, making sure you're getting in enough fiber every single day is super, super important. So I'm gonna give you some examples on how to get in adequate fiber. So first is going to be plant proteins. Plant protein powder is probably one of the easiest ways. Um, a good supplement to purchase if you don't have a protein powder you love already, but they're really high in fiber. So like I love, I am allergic to dairy. Um, I'm lactose intolerant, so I don't have any whey protein or anything like that but plant protein has a lot of vitamins and a lot of fiber. So that is one super easy way to get in fiber like every single day. Another thing is going to be plant proteins like tempeh, quinoa, tofu, lentils, beans. Any of these are going to be high in fiber. Now, when you're in a calorie deficit, um, it's super important to be aware of like what, how much protein you're having every single day. Um, so making sure you're having these in a good amount of volume is really important too. So those are some of my favorite plant proteins. Another thing that's going to be really important is to make sure, like I said before, the fruits and veggies, those also will be high in fiber. So that is a great way to make sure you're eating adequate fiber in your days too. Um, and I really want to mention this also because I see a lot of people um, on TikTok, on Instagram talk about how they have this low calorie snack for you to eat in a deficit. And a lot of the time what I notice is it's like sugar-free pudding mix with Greek yogurt or it's or it's some other zero calorie fiber one brownie or whatever. And I love those. And that actually has fiber in it. Um, <laughs> beyond the point. But basically I see a lot of like sugar-free things or a lot of like empty food that doesn't really nourish your body to eat in a calorie deficit. And yeah, you can eat like as many sugar-free powder pudding mixes as you want, but is that actually going to fill you up and make your body feel satiated? The truth is no. So like, it's not that you can't have those things and that will get to the next point here, but it's knowing that you need to make sure that you are eating enough of the good, wholesome fiber dense foods um, and sugar-free jello mix or anything like that that's like empty that you see like random snacks, keto snacks, whatever it is. I want you to know that those things are just 
shouldn't make up the bulk of your diet, especially when you're cutting calories because your body isn't getting enough food to maintain its um, functioning. So it's really important to make sure you're still having that nourishment on a daily basis. So that leads us right into number four. And number four is look for lower calorie alternatives. So if you're a sweet tooth like me, I literally could eat dessert (laughs) every single night. And I literally almost do eat dessert every single night. Um, but sometimes it's like a healthier alternative dessert, but I am someone that's obsessed with chocolate and like any kind of dessert, you name it, except danishes. I don't know what it is. I do not like super heavy pastries, like donuts and stuff like that. Um, but I do love cakes, chocolate, you name it, anything else, pudding, rice pudding. I love all of that stuff. Um, and also candy. I love candy too. So if you are a sweet tooth like me, it's really important to make sure that you are having those things in moderation, but that you can find healthier alternatives. Like I love, um, I'm literally blanking on the name right now, Smart Sweets. Um, These are a good low calorie um, sweet candy to have. Like if I'm going to the movie theaters with my boyfriend, like, and I'm in a deficit, I will always pick up one or two packets of those to just snack on instead of having a whole box of Sour Patch because if I had a whole box of Sour Patch that would be like well over my carbohydrate goal for like the day or half the day um as for the smart sweets would be like 20 carbs couple hundred calories or whatever and I would be able to like fit that into my macros and stay in a deficit so those are a couple things I do. Another thing, like look for lower, when I say look for lower calorie alternatives too, this could be like the sugar-free mix stuff that I talked about. Like you can add the sugar-free jello mixes into your Greek yogurt for high protein snacks. You don't have to eat like pr- plain Greek yogurt. Um, or maybe there's other low calorie snacks at the store. Just be super aware when you read the label that like they um, are actually say like you can actually see the calorie breakdown because a lot of time they'll be like a sugar-free or fat-free snack and then in little mini lettering at the very bottom it will say not a low calorie food so it's really important to like not look at the labels and look at the back of the ingredients list and look at the actual nutrition label and not just like what it says on the front um so when you're looking for lower calorie alternatives this is a really good one. Another thing I love is this plant-based Jello mix from Whole Foods. It's it's sugar-free Jello mix from Whole Foods. You can also get it on Amazon. I totally am blanking on what the name was. It was so strange, but it was unreal, guys. I made it last week, and it was. I had the raspberry one. Oh my gosh! I have to go back to Whole Foods and get more. It was so freaking good. But yeah, so. Finding other low-calorie alternatives to your favorite sweet treats, your favorite salty snacks. Another thing I love are the Quest chips. My boyfriend loves those, like the Quest nacho chips. If you like, um, I'm trying to think of the names now. I really am not a big chip person, but I know some people out there are. Um, But like the Sun Chips or Doritos or anything like that, Quest uh, makes, the protein brand makes protein chips and they are like a lower calorie, high protein chip, and they are literally unreal. They have so many different flavors. 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10 recommend those. Um, But yeah, basically the moral story with number four here, got a little bit sidetracked, is look for lower calorie alternatives. Also, some of these lower calorie alternatives might not be what you expect. Like I was looking at the back of my fudge, like I was at the... (laughs) I was at the grocery store with Kevin and I looked at the back of 
the popsicle section. So I was trying to find like a low calorie popsicle because you know me, I'm a sweet tooth. I needed something sweet um, to have after dinner. I I have to have that almost every single night. And I was like, for fun, let's just look at the fudgesicles, Kevin. And so I was turned over the fudgesicles and I realized the sugar-free fudgesicles, it's three fudgesicles for 40 calories, guys. I'm hoping I remember that right, but that is it. Like you could have three every single day and stay within your calorie range um, and it, you be enjoying those. Like fudgicles were my childhood. I used to have them all the time in the summer. Um, I brought back so many memories and I literally bought a box because I had no idea how macro friendly they were. So sugar-free um, fudgicles, guys, they're 40 calories for three pops. Well, that's one serving is three pops. Um, not saying you have to have all three, but that is another one too. So number four was kind of long there, but you know, I had so many things to share with you guys in terms of low calorie snacks. I know it's not always easy to find things, but make sure you read the back because you never know what will be. Um, and with all of this being said, this is a guide to use to your discretion. Um, use, take what you'd like from this and use it to your best, um, with your nutrition already and your exercise routine. Um, none of these things like obviously are like quick fixes and they're things that you can just integrate into your diet over time. Um, and this also isn't saying that you can't go out for ice cream. You can't go out for dinner, have a burger and fries, whatever it is. I usually allow like one to two date nights a week or one to two nights a week or meals a week where I will eat something untracked. Um, I will still make good options, still make good healthy options. And I won't go like, I won't go balls to the wall of like eating everything in sight. I won't order like jumbo nachos in a full, in two full meals and dessert and then have snacks later. But like, I will have a good meal out. Like I'll have my, uh, one of my favorite places to go is this place called Bear Burger and I'll get like, um, the impossible burger with a bun and a bunch of things on it and French fries. Um, and maybe I'll get a milkshake or like whatever I like to get there. So, and maybe I'll get dessert. So I always have like maybe one untracked meal a week where I can still enjoy kind of whatever I'd like, um, in moderation. But yeah, this doesn't, all of these things I'm saying doesn't mean you can't enjoy going out to eat or you can't enjoy the real deal ice cream and dessert, but it means it's just good to take into account in the majority of your diet, 90% of the week needs to be coming from like actual wholesome food sources and staying on track um, with this kind of, with these intentions. So yeah, I'm just gonna take a quick sip of my water here. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, this live stream today. Um, I wanted to really talk about this because I'm in a calorie deficit and I know it's not always easy to know what to do and what intentions to go into it with and like how much you actually have to sacrifice. So like, yeah, you got to make sacrifices. You can't be going out for dinner every single night. You can't be ordering Uber Eats every single night. You can't be drinking um, like 10 sodas a day. But when it comes down to it, it's all about moderation and it's all about prioritizing the right things. And I always like to talk to my clients about this with saying like, it's not about getting rid of things. It's about what can you add? So like, if you notice, like add more water, add more fruits and veggies, add more fiber, right? Add more lower calorie snacks. I'm not telling you to get rid of stuff because 
we want to stay in the mindset that you can have more, right? You can have more in a calorie deficit. It's just swaps. It's just alternatives. It's just other things you can enjoy. Um, so yeah, that is it. That is all. Let me know in the comments here on the live stream, or if you're listening to the replay, send me a message um, on Instagram and let me know your biggest takeaway. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was from today. What helped you the most? What tip, what four out of the four tips, which tip really like stuck with you and you're going to start implementing into your um, bikini bob bod bikini bob bikini bod um, mode now that you're getting ready for summer let me know what it is but I hope you guys um, have the best freaking Wednesday of your entire life 